Welcome to the LDN Radio Show, brought to you by the LDN Research Trust. I'm your host, Linda Elsigood. I have an exciting lineup of guest speakers who are LDN experts in their field. We will be discussing low-dose naltrexone and its many uses in autoimmune diseases, cancers, etc. Thank you for joining us. Today, my guest is pharmacist Joseph Rossetti, who graduated from Massachusetts College of Pharmacy in 1961 with high honours. When his father, Louis Rossetti, retired in 1972 as owner and manager of Boulevard Pharmacy, which he purchased in 1931, Joseph took on the responsibilities of the new owner and pharmacy manager. In 1997, Boulevard Pharmacy became a compounding-only pharmacy. Joseph has applied his innovative approach to pharmacy and has taken it to the next level. Joseph started working in the pharmacy when he was only nine years old, first as stock boy, then eventually as a pharmacy intern. Thank you for joining us today, Joseph. Thank you very much. You were telling me before we started all the different associations that you are a member of. Would you just like to run through that for our listeners? Sure. The American College of Apothecaries, the International Academy of Compounding Pharmacists, the American Pharmacy Association, APHA, National uh, Compounding Pharmacy Association, NCPA, Massachusetts Pharmacy Association, MHPH. Um, also, I was a former board member for many years. American Society of Consultant Pharmacists and Pharmacy Compounding Centers of America. Well, I should think if there is anything to know about pharmacy, you're the person to know it. I'm sure <laughs> in all your years of being a pharmacist, you must have covered just about everything. Yes, yes. <laughs> At one time we were a um, uh, infertility pharmacy. We've also done long-term care for many years. So we've been a, a, a DME, durable medical equipment also. So we've been involved in almost every part of pharmacy, wow. including the compounding. Mm-hmm. So in your journey as a pharmacist... How long ago was it when you first encountered LDN? Um, probably five or six years ago. Mm-hmm. It, 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 they brought it up at uh, various meetings of the uh, um, P, uh, PCCA, which is the uh, Pharmaceutical Compounding Centers of America. It was talked about a lot then um, at one time, way before that, I had a, a uh, patient with, with uh, myeloma who they had put on it, and he seemed to, it seemed to help him. You know, he eventually succumbed, but uh, it helped him a great deal while he was going through the treatment. And that was the first incidence I had of it. Mm-hmm. And what? forms do you um, compound LDN in? 
do you do, you know, the capsules, oh. the sublingual liquid cream? Mostly capsules. Have we done anything else? The liquid, too. Okay. Mm-hmm. And do you have children on LDN, or is it just adults mainly? Just adults. Mm-hmm. Okay. What is the, the, the starting dose that most of your doctors uh, prescribe LDN? Um, 1.5. Yeah, one point five, and then they titrate up. Mm-hmm. And have any? A lot of them end up if they can tolerate it. They end up at four point five usually. Okay. Have any of the patients expressed to you any negative side effects other than the sleep disturbance and um, vivid dreams? Mild gastrointestinal. Mm-hmm. And does that usually it? Uh, it subsides after a while, though. Okay, that's what I was going to going to ask. Now, LDN isn't generally a standalone treatment. People normally have to do other things, even if it's supplements or. Um... <laughs> I forgot. Yes, vitamins and minerals and supplements and diet. Would you say you? Um, do anything else for your patients alongside of LDN? Well, one one patient with um, psoriasis, we had tried a lot of things on her before. One was diet. One was like a five-hour diet, which eliminates soy, sugar, um, gluten's, and, and uh, I can't, almost everything. We put her on that, and that seemed to help a lot. Um, we also had her on tacrolimus uh, topically, which which helped a lot. But then we ended up putting her on um, LDN, and that that made it a lot more bearable. She's down; she's uh, about twenty percent of what she originally was. So that's it's been really successful. Mm. Another patient who's been dealing with Lyme's disease for probably 12 to 14 years and has gone through everything from antibiotic therapy to uh, just, just about anything you can think of. And um, she, her doctor passed away who was treating her. He was a Lyme specialist. And so she went to another doctor who who said that the Lyme was dead and uh, her symptoms were something else. They were fibromyalgia or some some other thing. I really don't think he knew a lot about Lyme disease. So um, I ended up talking her into, into getting him to write for LDN, and it's been very successful. She, um, when a doctor passed away, she was off of it for about, um, two to three weeks and noticed a, a marked difference in how she felt. So got the doctor to write for it and, um, and she's much better. She's doing much better now. Mm. We have another patient on Hodgkin's lymphoma that claims that, that she's uh, everything is much more bearable. 
pain and the, the other symptoms are all reduced. Not completely gone, but reduced. Mm-hmm. So it looks like it's an adjunct for other therapies. Oh, definitely. One thing I didn't ask you about your capsules, what filler do you use? Uh, usually Abacil, yeah. which is a methyl cellulose. Mm-hmm. Microcrystal and methyl cellulose. <laughs> that would seem to be the, the filler of choice that uh, most pharmacists use. Um, but I'm guessing you'd be happy to have a different filler should a patient request it. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah they, they do ask about uh, allergens and other things. Um, the big thing with, with microcrystalline is it's pretty hard to be allergic to it because it's in all plants. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, nothing's impossible, but it's pretty hard to be allergic to it. Yes. So in the five years that you've been um, compounding LDN for your patients, how many patients do you think you have on it currently? Hundred and twenty. Mm-hmm. Okay. And do you have any idea of what is the most common condition that the LDN is treating in your area? Neurological yeah. diseases. Yeah. 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 Lyme neurological diseases. Mm-hmm. MS. So is Lyme big? In Massachusetts? Very. The capital. Is it? Yeah, we're the capital of Lyme disease. <laughs> Who do we have in the background joining us? Gene Seversky. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Hi, Gene. Hi. <laughs> so it's the capital uh, of Lyme disease. So do you help patients... Um, find a, a Lyme literate doctor? Do they all the doctors around you prescribe LDN or only certain ones? There's only certain ones. We have um, we have one who's an environmental specialist uh, in, in our city who has a lot of Lyme patients. We have another one who's kind of an innovative doctor um, in a nearby town and uh, he he does acupuncture. He does uh, anything anything that people have a problem with, and they can't be treated by other doctors. They go to see him. We did have some doctors on Cape Cod, which has a very high Lyme popula- uh, population, and um, one of them is retired, who is well known internationally. The um, Nantucket Island has a very high incidence of Lyme disease because the um, the deer there have no predators, mm. so it's so it's uh, very high. They they have open season on deers all day long, but all year long. So the population of deer is is very high. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, through all the 
so many people that I deal with have found it very difficult <clears throat> to be diagnosed with Lyme. You know, the tests keep coming back negative uh, when actually they do have um, Lyme disease. Is it easy to get tested in Massachusetts? Uh, I'm not sure that testing does an awful lot. I think that because it's a spirochete and it, it gets in there and it does its damage, uh, they may not have active Lyme, but it's already done its damage mm -hmm. to the neurological system. I mean, that's my feeling. And uh, so, so the tests, I'm not sure, tell a lot. Mm -hmm. they, they, they've been on the antibiotic. It's the, the spirochete is killed, but it's done its damage already. Mm. And I've been told that, you know, there are some people who um, have been born now with Lyme disease, having uh, caught it from their, their mother. I'm, that, I, that I do not know. Okay. That's not something I'm familiar with. It's a terrible thing to have, though, isn't it? Lyme disease. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I mean, the spirochetes spiric, uh, actually related to, to syphilis. It's the same kind of of a uh, an organism. Mm -hmm. it, not to say it's syphilis, but it's it's the same type. So it goes in and does neurological damage. And what would you say the the success rate has been for those patients taking LDN for Lyme disease? I would say it's very good because most of them seem to stay on it. And that's usually a sign of, of it's, if it's effective or not. Mm -hmm. If they drop it, well, then they, they really don't think they need it. But a lot of them seem to stay on it. I'd say like 80% stay on it. Wow. That's amazing. Do you know what other things they take alongside of the LDN? Uh, yeah, for dermatology, it would be uh, things like tacrolimus, uh, uh, things like um, clobetasol, which is a very strong steroid. It's supposed to be used uh, short term, but it's not how they do it usually with that. And um, the big thing, too, is diet. If we put them on a really good diet, it seems to help them a lot. So so it's like everything working together to, to cure the patient or to help them. Mm -hmm. What sort of diet do you recommend? Uh, the, the low... Um, Low sodium, um, no, gluten free, soy free, sugar free. Uh, it just all uh, like no nut butters, just plain fresh nuts, fresh vegetables, no jams, no jellies, things like that. Um, everything fresh, uh, organic meats if they can have them. Fish, fresh fish. Yeah, and then the goal is to, to rebuild their digestive system as well. So 
we kind of strip them of everything and you know get them on probiotics and start adding food slowly just so they can rebuild their digestive system. Mm-hmm. And how long do you put them on a, a restrictive diet before start building them back up? As long as we can get them to stay on it. Mm. it it's not easy. Um, no. Especially trying to get gluten out of your diet. Gluten seems to be in most things. Um, and if you're not having food straight from the ground, it's very difficult not to have processed sugar in it. I know with uh, fruit, you still have natural sugars, but that's that's different. But we, it's... we really stress fresh fruits and vegetables. Yes, exactly. Um, but then again, it depends on what the crops have been treated with as well, doesn't it? Even if you have sure. the, the, the fresh vegetables. If we could only go back in time and eliminate a lot of the uh, chemicals that are sprayed on food. But then it wouldn't last so long, would it? <laughs> no. No. So, but we really you... don't know. The word organic can mean different things, so it's kind of catchy to, to, to find out what the right organic food is and what it isn't. The government really doesn't have very good control over it. Mm. I I think, having spoken to a lot of American doctors, it's probably easier in England to get natural food than it is in America. Um, I'm only going by what I'm told, but it's it's hard to eat healthy, especially when you eat out. I think yeah. um, we <laughs> went to the conference in. Portland in in Oregon uh, in September and on gluten free and it was uh, I caught the flu on the plane over there so I really wasn't very well anyway and I didn't really want to eat but many of the places we went into and asked do you do a gluten free menu yes so you'd go and sit down it was a gluten free menu but anything that had gluten in it was taken off your plate so the, it was the same meal as a gluten meal, but with without the the gluten. Like for example, um, a friend took us to a Red Robin. It's a burger place. So it was a hundred percent beef burger, but without a bun, because the bun was gluten. And it just made me smile. <laughs> it was really. Really funny. And in one of the supermarkets here in England, I couldn't... The the supermarket had changed its layout um, for Christmas, all the crackers and all the food. And people buy food this time of the year as though in January there's going to be a shortage and nobody's ever going to be able to buy food again. It it just... you You can only eat so much. Anyway, and I was saying to the girl, where has your... Uh, free from, we call it over here, your free from section gone. And she said, oh, um, we've removed it until the the new year. So I said, so the people that eat gluten-free and dairy-free, you have nothing. She said, no, not until the new year. (laughs) I 
thought that was rather strange. It says, like, you know, we've done away with Valentine's Day, all those things, and we've packed them away. <laughs> and it was all the gluten stuff. Couldn't believe it. That was... That could set somebody back quite a while. Yeah, exactly. You have to be very careful. But my husband has um, bought a juicer, so he's been making um, with apples and beets and carrots. And, oh, boy, to buy fresh vegetables to make these juices is very expensive because you need so much for a glass of juice because most of it is the pulp that you, you throw away. So that's what we've been doing is is juicing. So that's, that's interesting. Yeah. So for anybody out there who lives in the Massachusetts area, if there are any doctors or indeed LDN users who would like to have a prescription filled or potential users who would like to find out more to contact you, how do they do that? Um, well, they can look at our website, boulevardcompounding.com, and it has our phone number and uh, contact information on it. Mm -hmm. um, or, or call us at, uh, at 508-754-1791. And are you happy or Jean happy to speak to callers to answer any questions they may have about, you know, compounding, LDN, other medications, um, any conflicts with LDN with other medications? Are you there yeah. to answer questions? Absolutely. Yeah. That's, a, that's a big thing with us. We're a, a very personal pharmacy. Mm -hmm. yeah. Wellness supplements. We're here to answer questions. Oh, that's fantastic because the... And we tell them the truth. We don't just look for sales. We, we tell them what we think and what they shouldn't do. So mm -hmm. I think we're very, very honest. We've been here 86 years, so that it gets a loyal band of customers. Oh, that's amazing, isn't it? And the personal touch... Is everything. I mean, doctors are really, really busy. They have so many patients to see, yet you can bond with your pharmacist and ask all the questions that you haven't had chance to ask to a doctor. And I think building those relationships and the trust is really important to somebody's health. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes, mm. definitely. So, yeah, well... You've done an amazing job, and thank you very much for everything you do to help and assist people. Yep. Thank you. Okay. Thank you very much. I'd like to introduce pharmacist Phil Oltzman, owner of the Healthy Choice Compounding Pharmacy in the suburbs of New York. Thank you for joining me, Phil. Oh, thank you for calling us. Could you tell me when you first heard about LDN? We've been compounding LDN for over 10 years now. Uh, we've been compounding since 1997, and uh, we've had practitioners ask us to help their patients. So we were able to do that. We've come up with some new, unique formulations. Mm -hmm. um, some, of the, some of the patients are young children. They can't swallow a capsule. And we've come up with a transdermal LDN for them as well. Right. So do you have um, a liquid as well as capsules? 
yes, we'll, we'll make different dosage forms for the patients. But what we do in our capsules, because pe- different people have different sensitivities, and if they have, if they're using LDN, their immune system's already compromised, so they might be more sensitive to the fillers. We just use acidophilus as a filler mm-hmm. on all of our capsules, so it's healthy for the gut. Help, you know, whatever little bit it might help build the immune system, it won't be allergenic for any of the patients either. And do you know what conditions these patients take LDN for? Well, you know, I'm not on the practitioner side. Mm-hmm. So the practitioner is the one treating the patient, coming up with the conditions. But we have dealt with um, women with cancer. We've had um, multiple sclerosis and immune-compromised patients as well, just that I'm aware of. Yes. And has anybody reported back, you know, any negative side effects? Not that they've reported back to me. Mm-hmm. And what about... Um, Good things. Oh, only positive. I've had women on. I've had a woman on it for over ten years with us. She wouldn't continue with it if she wasn't getting the results she was looking for. Mm-hmm. So we've had only a lot of positive results, um, aiding people with sleep and boosting their immune system, giving them overall health as well. How many patients do you think you have at this current time taking LDN? Um, anywhere from fifty to hundred patients right now, I'd say. Right. Do you find that the dropout rate is very high? No, our, our, we're pretty consistent. Mm-hmm. You know, because they do, we monitor our refill status, and the we because because we are a compounding pharmacy, we call all of our patients to follow up with them to see if how they're doing, to see if they need a refill, to keep us in the loop, so we would we would know if they're dropping out or if they're having an issue or things like that. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. So doing it that way, you would have known, really, if they'd had any adverse effects. If there was a big portion of the population. Some people stop it for, you know, the doctor decides to change course therapy, and, you know, Mm. there might be some stoppage or things like that. But we do try and keep in contact contact with all of our patients so we can get a better idea of how they're improving, if they're not improving, if their dosage changes have to be made, if um, route of administration has to be made, you Mm. know. If they're not absorbing it orally, let's come up with a different solution. Mm, That's good. Well, thank you very much for sharing your experience with us. Any questions or comments you may have, please email me, linda, L-I-N-D-A, at ldnrt.org. I look forward to hearing from you. Thank you for joining us today. We really appreciated your company. Until next time, stay safe and keep well.